Welcome to Unfortunate View of the World. Get rid of that person who you've been dealing with before you fall in love with him or her. You can love but not be in love. You know, there's nothing more sad to me than to be in love with somebody who you can't stand to be with. I think love is like anger, sadness, happiness. It's an emotion. And I think you control all of your emotions. I have a hard time accepting when someone tells me that someone else is controlling them emotionally. Can it happen? Yeah. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of published literature that supports the idea. I mean, battered wife syndrome, right? That's one person emotionally controlling another. But most cases, I think that people have control and can control their emotions. You know, I hear people all the time saying, oh, he, he made me do this emotionally. Or she made me do that emotionally. He made me mad. She made me sad. He made me sad about being mad. Now he's glad that he made me sad about being mad. How do people allow others to control and manipulate them emotionally like a puppet? Love emotionally, I think, is like anger, sadness, guilt, and joy. You have control of your emotions. The whole secret is you own the emotions. I mean, if it's your car and you're driving it, then you are in control of it. I mean... If they're your pants and you are wearing your pants, then you should know what's in your pockets. Since you are in control of your emotions, I find it very difficult for others to be able to make us do anything emotionally They shouldn't be able to make us feel guilty. They shouldn't be able to make us feel sad, frustrated, angry, melancholy, overjoyed, euphoric, happy. If we are the owners of our emotions, then we choose to be one or more of these things. And we also choose to be in love. Now, science will say that love is a release of a bunch of chemicals in our heads. Dopamine for euphoria, adrenaline, right? Norepinephrine for alertness. And biologically, they'll say that it affects our libido, you know, our feelings of attachment, our sex hormones, 
our, the neuropeptides in our body, the neurotransmitters in our head, our testosterone, estrogen, oxytocin. Some people don't even think that love is really an emotion because unlike some emotions, it continues to last forever. But anger can last forever. Guilt can last forever. And so can love burn out. Some people will tell you, I used to be in love with this person, but I'm no longer in love with this person now. But some will say, if it were real love, then it wouldn't ever burn out. I'm no expert when it comes to love. And I'm no expert when it comes to dealing with emotions. But I think when it comes to dealing with relationships, before all that stuff starts to happen inside your brain and all that stuff starts to impact you biologically, I think there should be a vetting process so you can get rid of that person if they don't pass the test early on before you fall in love with them or before you fall in love with her. I mean, you meet somebody for the first time and you find that those hormones are starting to react and your brain is starting to generate these chemicals in your head. Ask the person a couple of questions to get an initial assessment of their character. Ask them for their home phone number. If he asks you, hey, give me your phone number. Say, well, why don't you give me your home phone number instead? And instead of you reaching me, I'll reach out to you. And when they give you their home phone number, take out your cell phone while standing right in front of that person and dial that number. And see if that number reaches his or her home or if it doesn't. Or if if his cell phone starts ringing, then you can ask him, hey, I thought I told you to give me your home phone number. Why did you lie and give me your cell phone number? Maybe they have a realistic reason why. They could say, well, you know, I've gotten rid of my home phone like many people have, and I only have a cell phone and I use my cell phone as my home phone. But if they start to stammer and stutter and say, well, blah, 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 well, get rid of him. Get rid of her because they just lied to you. If you do decide to go out on a follow-up meeting with this person, agree to meet them in the middle of the afternoon on a Wednesday or Tuesday. That way, when you get there, you know that you have a limited amount of time because you have to go back to work and he or she probably has to go back to work too. So then you'll have enough time to vet them further and you'll have an excuse as to why you can't stay. Now, if you ask them, don't you have to go back to work? And the person says, well, no, I'm, I'm not working. Get rid of him. If you talk to the girl and she says, well, I'm in between jobs, that allows you to ask follow-up questions about her work experience and her work performance. If she tells you that she's been fired from five or six different jobs over the last year, it's probably a good reason to get rid of her. On your second date, if you decide to follow up, 
make sure that that person comes to meet you. And when they come to meet you, they're surprised by the fact that you have somebody else with you. And if you're a girl, introduce this guy as your brother or your best friend or your father or your uncle. And then when you do get a chance, excuse yourself so that that uncle or brother or best friend can interview this guy further. If your uncle, brother, best friend doesn't like him, get rid of him. Now, if your uncle, brother gets a chance to talk to him, what you want to illustrate to that person is tell this potential suitor that you hold, that he holds you in high regard and is willing to do anything if harm comes your way. That way, the suitor doesn't think that you're alone in the world with no protection. If you meet somebody who tries to isolate you from the rest of your family or friends, get rid of them. Get rid of her. You don't want somebody who tries to isolate you from your friends and isolate you from your family. You want somebody who wants to be inclusive, wants to be part of your family, or wants to learn more about you. And that's not the way to do it. That person who tries to isolate you is trying to get you away from your family. Get rid of that person. That person has too many insecurities. Another way I think that you can test somebody early on is ask them to let you see their cell phone and go to their contacts and call the first person on the list is who is of opposite sex and talk to that person. Ask the person. Maybe you find out when you call that person that you're talking to this person's husband or this person's wife or this person's girlfriend or boyfriend. I think in that case, get rid of them. Find out things early on about this person's job history, future plans. Yeah, I just plan on traveling the world with a backpack and hitchhiking across the country. Uh, Get rid of them. Are they a partier? When you go out with them, do they get drunk all the time and they're the last one to leave the party and they and they make poor decisions like driving home drunk or wanting to put you in the car drunk with him or her? And Do they have several, when you have conversations about their driving record, do they tell you that they have had you know, I, I, I applied for this job, but I couldn't get it because I had too many speeding tickets. I just, this is the third car I've owned because I've crashed the other three. I'm not able to get out, a, get a loan for a new car because 
I have poor credit. Get rid of those people. There are too many good people out there in the world, too many people who are well-adjusted that are doing good things and are working hard for, and toward their future plans, people who are trying to do good in life to deal with knuckleheads. Get rid of them. Stay away from sex early on. We talked about the chemical realities that occur in your brain the biological realities that occur in your body that will affect your critical decision-making abilities. Because they are good in the sack doesn't translate to an ability to balance a checkbook. Just because they're sexy doesn't translate to career goals. Come up with your own tests to vet people early before you fall in love with them. If they don't pass your test early on, get rid of them. Because once you fall in love, it becomes very difficult to get rid of them. Because now you'll start to settle. And once you begin to settle, that person who you settled for, well... I don't really like cigarette smoking. Well, I'll settle for this person smoking cigarettes because I've fallen in love with them. Um, I'm a very organized person, but I'll settle for somebody who's very disorganized because I've fallen in love with him or her. Um, I I always make very good decisions and I've always planned out my future, but I will settle for this person who makes poor decisions who's reckless and irresponsible because I've fallen in love with this person. Create a test for yourself so you can vet people early on and before you fall in love with them or her, get rid of them. Well, that's my unfortunate view of the world. Until next time.